Welcome to Dream Stories Podcast. This Why, is, thank you. Welcome to you, Michael. We did this last time. I know. You can't do it again. No, it may get a little old. Okay. But this is Michael and my wife, Elisa. Yeah. And it's not going to get old because we won't do it again. Okay. Okay. Last time. All right. We're going to talk today about some more dreams. And we were talking before we started recording today, just trying to figure out you know what was the what was the topic for the day, and uh, we've had a, a a hectic full day and a hectic full week, and so I thought we should have something fun. We should do something yeah. fun. I worked two nights this week, night shift. You could hear me yawn during this. That's true. <laughs> we have had a full week, and we've driven all day today. So, yeah. so we do need to do something fun. So, why don't we talk about word plays and puns? Okay. I think that's a fun topic. Okay. In in fact, I I actually love that topic. I love actually just trying to figure out and come up with word plays and puns, even if they're not in dreams, just things that could mean something else just by the way it sounds. Yeah. I'm trying to think of an example. I can't think of one right now, but I know as we talk, it's going to happen. Well, I mean, they're, 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 you know, if you think about word plays, then what we're really talking about is when God gives a dream and in it he puts an image or a symbol or an object or something that the name of it or the way you hear it um, in and of itself is the message. So I was thinking about, you know, one of the first dreams I ever interpreted that had a word play in it was a guy who came to me and he said, I keep having this dream about one of those uh, water, personal watercraft things. You know, one of those Mm -hmm. things you ride around on the ocean. Mm -hmm. He goes, it was, it was just riding back and forth up and down the ocean and it was just it was uh, it was one of those sea dews, and you know I'm thinking what does it mean when all of a sudden it hit me? It was really simple. The Lord, you know, God was saying to him, "What you see, do." Yeah, and that's the kind of thing that word plays and puns are because yeah. God is fun when He gives he uh, things in dreams. He we sometimes think about you know we've talked about dreams coming from outside or dreams coming from inside and we've concluded on dream stories that we believe dreams come from the outside they're given by our creator and when people think about god giving dreams they sometimes though think he's just a stuffy guy sitting on a throne somewhere up in heaven when in reality god is fun yeah and he's very active and involved and we don't even realize it and that's one of the things we want to bring awareness to people about is that God is at work. He is alive and well and still talking, still interacting with his children. Yeah, he does. And 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 I think it's really neat that he would he would enjoy adding humor into the process of things we talked about. Okay, so I'm thinking about a dream that I had. Now, we've already talked about it on one of the podcasts, but I'll, I'll mention it again. I had a dream where, you know, we were, I was sliding, uh, kind of almost like surfing down the mountain um, as the ground was moving underneath me, and there was a, a man who is actually on a television show, Downton Abbey. Oh, one Abbey. of your favorite shows. Yes, Downton Abbey. I love it. And the lord of the manor of this particular um, estate was the person in my dream. And he says to me, 
What do you want? Now, at first, when I first started interpreting that dream, I really didn't even think I should mention the fact. I mean, I, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, it was the guy from Downton Abbey, but he probably really doesn't mean anything. I mean, you know, he's the Lord of the manor. And as I said that out loud to myself, I was like, the Lord. And I was like, oh, my goodness, that was the Lord. The guy didn't look like my Lord. He didn't look like Jesus. But it was the wordplay on who that man represented in Downton Abbey spoke volumes to me. The Lord was saying, "How do you want this to end?" Well, and that was, but that was that was a great wordplay, and it mm-hmm. it was not that was not one that was as humorous, yeah. just on the surface. Mm-hmm. But when you go back and think about how it was almost, you almost missed it, and yeah. it was so simple. Then it is oh, kind of funny. It was one of my biggest aha moments, I think, about uh, at least interpreting dreams. It was um, another one I'm thinking about that's just coming to the, my mind and. I told you about yawn. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, uh, we're not re-recording this. You get to leave the yawn in. We'll have to We'll have to push through our editor. My son, Noah, who edits these things, is going to really okay. fight to cut uh, that yawn okay. out. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. It's okay. I'll Go ahead. Go ahead. You're kidding. I'm wide awake. You're getting no, you're ready to dream. See, those of you who don't know, Lisa dreams like six, seven, twelve, thirty-five dreams per night. So So she needs a long night's sleep for all those dreams. You know what? This morning I got up and I interpreted all my dreams. I didn't even have to tell you. I I knew what they meant. Wow. That's all I can say. You, okay, anyway, you, oh, that's another story. I just realized you you didn't tell me dreams this morning, so I that's... I haven't told you dreams in two or three two days. <laughs> I did tell you one the day before. It's true. It okay, go, go anyway, ahead. Anyway. Yes. Okay. I was thinking about the time where I was really worried about where we were going to live. We had sold our house. Um, we were living with your parents, you know, and we were looking for a place. And I had a dream... That and we, when we, our budget was really tight at the time, we were just, you know, really trying to get our finances back in order. And we had set a budget for ourselves where we had been in a really expensive homes before. We were just trying to stay within, within reason, you know. And I had a dream that. I was going to the Bellagio, and I would be moving into the Bellagio. And and I don't remember all the details of the dream now, but I remember at the time thinking, well, that's weird. Why would I be going to the Bellagio? You know, there's gambling there. Probably not a place where God would be leading me or anything. And then uh, I think you told me to look up the meaning of Bellagio, and I looked up the meaning, and it said a beautiful place. Or, you know, it was just a beautiful place to observe. And then, um, and so in the dream, it was the Lord was going to give me or help, help us move to the Bellagio. So then it was like the next day I'm driving through a particular city. And I was like, I had always thought, you know, I really wanted to be near some water or something. And I wanted to, if we were able able to buy something, I wanted to buy on a creek or a little river or something. I just wanted to have some type of water, natural water feature there. And I thought, and there was this road that said for sale. And I turned down this road and I was like, surely this is not it. And you had had a heart attack. You were actually in the hospital. I was in the hospital, yeah. And laid up in the bed, and I'm out shopping for us a house. You told me, go look for us a house. I don't care. We got to find one. You God know? was taking care of me. It was yeah. A, you know. 
Well, anyway, so I drive out to this piece of property, and it was the fall. It was absolutely a beautiful day, and I see this house, and and I see a little river running behind it, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, this cannot be. Surely not. I don't know if I would call that a river, by the way. Okay, it's a creek. I mean, even the name of it is Dry Creek. Yes, but you got to remember, it was up at a very high point because it was during the rainy time. It was fall. That's true. So to me, it looked. Like it did a look like a river, river during that time. It looked probably. like the Little Cahaba River. Well, it remember, goes into the Little Cahaba it feeds, River. I mean, we're what fifteen feet from it feeding into right. the Cahaba River. So to me, it was the Little Cahaba River. Don't, I know. Don't it's mess just, up okay, my I'm sorry. Dream I'm not story. messing your story up. Go ahead. So, uh, the dream. Um, so anyway, so I pull up into this driveway and I, I realized when I pull up and I see this yard, it was a beautiful place, you know, make a long story short, we made an offer on the house. Some hawks came in. That was pretty awesome too. That's a whole nother story. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a Disney movie. These hawks flew in, were screeching. It was like confirmation. Oh, you must be a princess. I am a princess. Yeah, because I'm thinking about Moana when Maui, because see, our granddaughter loves Moana right now. We watch it 15 15 times a day. And Maui tells Moana she's a princess, and she says no. And he says, Yes, you are. Yes, you are, because like, if you wear a dress and you have an animal, animal companion sidekick. sidekick, then you're a princess. So. What is my animal sidekick? Well, at the time we would have said a hawk, but now your animal sidekick kick is a kitty cat. That's true. Yeah, you would have you would be a cat lady if. Okay, for okay those I'm of sorry. We're all off topic. We do appreciate you. <laughs> Sometimes we do get off topic. Maybe it's because we're really tired today, so I hope it doesn't show. But also, we're talking about fun things that God yeah. is fun with dreams, and that Bellagio th- thing. The words there, everything about that day, and even our talking about it kind of lightheartedly yeah. reflected on the beauty, the fun, the excitement, the beautiful nature. I think Bella actually means beauty beautiful. or mm-hmm. beautiful, and Bellagio is this. I think Italian, maybe, and in that whole sort of flair kind of thing, and that's what that proper felt like to you and while that's not a direct word play it is kind of a pun in a sense yeah. because the lord was drawing your attention and something I had to search it out you, you know? did but we love that house we bought that house we and did. partially because of that dream and still to this day when people go to that house and they're they're in the backyard they will tell you this yard looks like it came out of national geographic i've had so many people tell me that it is an absolutely beautiful Piece of property. We love it. And, and it's, it's it's cool because it doesn't just have the beauty. It has beauty plus peace. I can remember the first time our mentor, John Paul Jackson, came yeah. for dinner. And yeah. one of the things he talked about about that property was, came to dinner there at that mm-hmm. property, one of the things he talked about was the peace he felt there. Mm-hmm. And the beauty, the, the nature brought yeah. that peace. And yeah. that's what that, I think that's what that dream pointed you to in that moment so i mean so i know we've been sort of goofing off with with this podcast but it really does point to this idea that we can have fun yeah we can can enjoy it and you know talking about our mentor um coming in and and to for dinner he used to there's a word play i always remembered with him and i'm just gonna we really are probably silly because all i can think about is the way the word sounds. He used to talk about seeing half a porpoise jumping out of the water 
and swimming alongside a boat. That I think it was he was in. It may have been a dream he was interpreting. I don't mm-hmm. remember. I think he but was he used to, yeah. No, this was a dream he had. Yeah, because it was talking about how the enemy was trying to cut off his purpose because half a porpoise was jumping out of the water. So porpoise and purpose sound similar. It's a cool yeah. wordplay. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I'm, I, maybe I'm just loopy recording today, but but all I can do is hear, was it Curly with the Three Stooges? Whoa, your porpoise, you know, kind of thing. Oh so that's, Oh, my God, y'all. <laughs> It's, I think it's I'm going. Start reading. It's going through my head. That's all I can think about. We're so. gonna. We're gonna race. <laughs> no, <laughs> we no this we is this is too crazy. much fun. Okay, this is too much fun. Okay. So, do I need to get serious? No, it's okay. So yeah, so that whole idea of porpoise or purpose. It's not that the word has to be exact, like it was with sea do, or a foreign word that needs to be searched out like with Bellagio but sometimes it can just be a similar sound that draws our attention or an alternate meaning to the word I I remember um, interpreting dreams for somebody I think it was at our church maybe that where we were pastoring uh, for a season at a conference or an event or something and we were interpreting dreams and I remember very a, a really cool dream. Uh, somebody came up and said, I dreamed that I was on a journey. I was walking down a path, and I sort of came to the top of a hill. And as I came to the top of the hill, two deer ran across the pathway in front of me. One was a doe, and the other was a buck. And my, if you don't know, white-tailed deer in Alabama, or, well, any deer, I guess. The doe is the female, and the buck is the male. Right. Doe a deer, a female deer. I could, I shouldn't go there, should I? Doe, a deer. Okay, so they see the doe and the buck crossing the road. I'm trying to be serious. Sorry. (laughs) So they see the doe and the buck cross the road in front of them. They just run across the road. As they top the hill then, they see their home. They've been on this journey, and they're home. Just all of a sudden, they're home. And they were saying, what in the world does this dream mean? And it was so clear to me, and it just stood out, you know, like blinding almost how much it stood out. But to think back on it, it was really silly Mm. because the deer said – the Lord, they had been on a journey, but the Lord, and they had had a difficult time financially, but the Lord was going to bring resources, that God was going to bring resources to them and bless them financially mm-hmm. as they found their way home. And they looked at me like I was like, crazy. How did you get that? I mean, they knew the, that was yeah. right. They talked about they had been in this difficult place, but they thought, where in the world did that come from? And it was so simple because God sent a doe and buck in front of them. Doe is a slang word for money, mm-hmm. and bucks are a slang word for money. Yeah. So doe and a buck cross the road in front of them. You have to be kind of quick money. on your feet sometimes, I think, too, because not everybody would have gotten that. But, you know, I believe in providence. I believe that God puts us in the right place at the right time, and you meet the people that you're supposed to meet. And it's not just happenstance. It's actual, or as my cousin says, a dink. It's not. <laughs> now, don't be telling me to calm down. <laughs> I had to do it. <laughs> and anyway, it, it, you know, it's not something that just happened. God puts you in that, in that 
place for that season, for that person to be able to tell them that. You know, and I think that's something that's cool because I do think that there really is an element of sending the right dream to the right interpreter. And I tell people all the time, if you know, some of the folks who listen to this uh, podcast are are um, a part of our mentoring class where we're helping people learn to interpret dreams. Some of the people yes. who listen to this podcast are folks who we've taught over the years about dream interpretation. Some of you out there, you know, are just happen to find us. But there's an, a number of folks who I've taught about dream interpretation over the years, and they're always worried because they 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 say, but you interpret dreams so much better than me, or you're so much more eloquent than me. And I'm always trying to remind them because I'm in the situation that God put me in at that moment. I have the right words that fit. But if God sends the dream to you, you're going to have the right words that fit because God is amazing. He's able to match the dream, the dreamer, and the interpreter. Should I, should I say the interpreter? The interpreter. He's able to match them together so that it's the right place, the right time, and the right interpretation. And and I think that is a big part of word plays and puns. We notice them because it's the right place and the right time to notice them. Yeah. That's good. What about, and this is kind of changing subjects a little bit. I don't know if I should go here or not. I'm afraid. What if you are doing things in a dream? You're making me nervous. <laughs> well, like swearing. What if you're swearing in a dream and you don't normally swear? Well, that's an interesting question. Uh, that could also have to do with some word plays and puns, too, couldn't yeah. it? I can't say the word, though, that I said to someone in a dream. But when I told you the dream... Um, you I think people would forgive us if you... If you use the words so we could use the illustration. So in the dream, someone was coming and robbing us. And (laughs) I called them sons of bitches. Mm -hmm. Really, that's not, I wasn't swearing. I was saying what they were, son Mm. of bitches, you know. Mm. And um, I remember when I told you the dream, I was like, Michael, I wouldn't normally say that to somebody. So why, you know, did I say it in the dream? And you said, really, it was about... uh, at the time, I don't remember what we were going through at the time, but you were like you were addressing something that put a cultural spin on what was coming at you at the time, and it just put emphasis on the dream. It wasn't something I would normally do, but it right. enlightened us for that moment, for that dream. And know? in that particular setting, it spoke to that um, that idea that they were not responsible themselves. They were walking out uh a kind of a spiritual generational thing they mm-hmm. were they were sons of dogs so to speak yeah, they yeah. were they were being impacted by the demonic world right, right. in a sense but and i got so been out of shape over that you were dream so worried about that dream the, 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 i mean just looking at your face worrying about saying it here for the podcast yeah. you know you were even I mean, more I'm worried saying, then i have said swore i, I say swear words sometimes but i mean i this was not a, a normal thing. I wouldn't normally 
call someone a name like that. That was not in my nature, you know. Right. So it bothered me, and I was like, "Oh gosh, you know what's going on with me?" And you, you put me, you gave me comfort and said, "Look, this that's not really you, you know." No, it, that was a declaration that 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 was there for a purpose, which I also personally believe took it out of the category of cussing or a swear word. Mm-hmm. It had a specific purpose, yeah. whereas typically cussing and swearing comes out of a bad heart attitude more than what the words are right. it's what's going on inside of us and so but you know what i just realized what just one more piece to add to our humor for the what? night i cannot click the clean lyrics button for this podcast <laughs> what do you mean i always set our podcast as clean lyrics oh. it means no swearing <laughs> well that's not a swear it wasn't, uh, but I'm not sure anybody who was checking that would believe it. Yes, because so. a bitch can be a female dog, like you said. So mm. that's we're keeping it clean, people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, please don't be offended with us. We're we're floating out there yes. today, but but it is but it is real. interesting. I we're mean, being real and we're talking about a relatively mm. humorous topic too, yes. and so I think that furthers the the statement. But I'll you know. We can say, you can say you guys are being a little bit too silly. You guys are not really being direct. So let me let me take us to a scripture to show you how God can be humorous. Not even from not even from uh, the point of view of dreams, but just how God can use this kind of humor that we've that has had us sort of of going a little bit. And it's from Jeremiah eleven. No, I'm sorry, Jeremiah 1, verse 11 through 13, and I'm going to read you something, and then I want you to understand how, you because you're going to say, well, I don't see what you're talking about, and then I'll explain it. Here's what it says, And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I said, I see an almond branch. Then the Lord said to me, You have seen well, for I am watching over my word to perform it. So it's actually verse 11 through 12. Okay. And you say, wait a minute, there's no wordplay there. There's no pun there. There's nothing silly there. There's nothing funny there. Now, forgive me because I don't pronounce Hebrew real well. We'll forgive you. Thank you. Uh, In advance, right? But if you read this in Hebrew, then it would read differently. And I only remember the single words that are important. So if you read it in Hebrew, it would go something like this. Uh, Jeremiah, what do you see? And Jeremiah would have responded to the Lord by saying, I see soked, which means olive branch. That's the Hebrew word that's translated olive branch. Right. There. And the Lord says, you have seen well, for I am soked. And soked means watching, whereas soked means olive branch Mm -hmm. and so god actually used this is in scripture yeah he shows jeremiah an olive branch to tell him he's watching soked and soked yeah which is similar to the wordplay you mentioned of uh when you were being silly earlier and you said you hear one of the three stooges say poipus yeah the poipus (laughs) the poipus Purpose. Purpose. Yeah. But those things are all out there. We had a dream. We had a dream recently by a young man. We were visiting uh, with some ministry leaders, and one of the young men who's kind of an intern for him came in and was sharing a dream. We should talk about that dream sometime. Yeah. It was really a really cool dream. But in the midst of it, 
he was given a scarf, and this out of the scarf, a pair of shorts fell. Mm-hmm. And it was a really simple thing. He had fallen short, but that was being overcome by God giving a gift to him, an anointing, a mantle to yeah. him. And so where he had been cut short in the past right. was no longer relevant. It fell away yeah. so that he could complete his purpose. And that is, and is where, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Those shorts... That's not a play on words, but it is the words being used. I mean, that is an object being used as a really big focus. And what is happening with that object? The shorts falling, you know? They're falling away. They're no longer relevant. Yes. And, you know, we teach on dreams. And some of this stuff is you teach it, and then a lot of it is as you're interpreting it, you get the interpretation by Holy Spirit. You know, yeah. yeah. it's not always that this is always going to mean that just because you see a pair of shorts in a dream does not mean it's always going to mean, you know, you've fallen short or you're cut short or you've been short, shorted in, no, but in, in the, the right setting. Yes. And for the right reasons, it can come to pass in that way. Just like in Jeremiah's case, an almond branch isn't always going to mean watching. It's not always a wordplay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it could have to do with the fruit of an almond tree, the nut that's there, or the 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 way the bark looks, or the the were there multiple branches versus one branch? Were there leaves on the branches or no leaves on the branches? Yeah. All these different things in the context could have changed the meaning of what he saw. But in that particular case, God was having fun with him. Yeah, that's right. He used something that was humorous, that was fun. he didn't know what it meant. It wasn't until we were able to bring him peace and share what we saw in that. And he was so comforted by the interpretation. Yeah, so that that word play didn't mean, just like with Jeremiah, Jeremiah's saying, what do you mean? I see an almond branch. And God has to help him understand it for it to bring him peace. That's right. Just like with, with this young man, that dream actually was bothering him Mm -hmm. when in reality it was a really powerful dream that said there are good things coming for you. You can fulfill your purpose. You can walk out your destiny. Yes. You're not going to walk in a way that's been cut short. That's right. Yeah. So encouraging. So it's really neat. Mm -hmm. I love word plays and puns and there's so many of them. Uh, There's so many things out there. I mean, you know, Gorillas can talk about warfare, you know, guerrilla warfare. I have nightmares about gorillas. I know. I had to say that one just because you don't ever like me to talk about monkeys and gorillas. No, I mean, You cannot watch Planet of the Apes. I don't like it. No, but because the gorillas scare you. I, just, I think I realize how powerful they really are. They're very strong creatures, you know, so when I... And, and there's an example. Yeah. They could mean a gorilla in a dream could talk about power or strength or intelligence mm-hmm. or sometimes protectiveness or different things like that that are other characteristics. Well, I know. Or it could be about warfare. Yes. Gorilla and I, warfare. And I, you know, I say, I teach people all the time, don't be afraid of dreams, blah, blah, blah. But there are dreams I actually don't like to have, and that is gorilla dreams. Because I think when I was a child, I always felt chased by gorillas, you know, silverbacks. We're not talking about just any gorilla. We're talking about. The big ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but see, that could represent leadership. That, there's so many different, you could, you know. Leaders yeah, chasing you, me. No, you were being chased by leadership for your destiny. Mm. 
because you have, you know, but it could scare, but it scares you because you don't know what it means. So that's another great topic. I think it was the enemy also instilling fear. No, I understand that. I get that too. But, but even when the enemy's trying to instill fear, God can still have a purpose in that to tell you, I know what he wants. Yes. I know what he wants to do. Yeah. But I'm pursuing you yes. for a leadership calling. And yes. see, I think of you as a leader. You sometimes say people wouldn't, you know, wouldn't look to you if I wasn't around. But I think Stop you have so much to offer to people. Stuff that's a private conversation. I'm sorry. In our, in our car today. I know. Well, I'm sorry. It's just the way it goes. Okay. Because I you raised the gorilla dreams. I was using it for a wordplay. Okay. Okay. Anyway, we could come up with hundreds more of those. Yeah. Plain and plain, like the plane in the sky or something's just average. It's not yeah. really exciting. Or planing a piece of wood. Or planing a piece of wood. That's yeah, right. You, you know, so, so you've got all these different things. So an airplane could represent oftentimes a ministry type thing or a purpose or mm-hmm. a calling or mm-hmm. a job. Or it could say things are just normal. Yeah. So there's so many different things like that. They're really cool. We don't even have time to begin to talk about all of them. In fact, I think we've just basically run all the way up to the end of our time. So, but it's been fun. It has and, been. And a I hope crazy. You, yeah. I don't know. We went, this one may not make it. <laughs> no, I think we use it. I think I think it'll be out there because you know one of the things people tell me all the time when they've listened to podcasts, they talk about the very first episode, and they say I had somebody this week, this past weekend, say to me, I laughed so hard when we listened to you, your very first episode, and I can't even remember what was so funny no, now. We're gonna but go we're gonna have to <laughs> we're gonna have to send those okay. folks an email and say listen to episode. 15 you'll really laugh oh, at that yeah. one so then it probably won't be funny <laughs> no. they'll just think oh that was this know. was stupid anyway our time's up we no just want to encourage you yeah. yeah we just want to encourage you um if you would rather us not be so silly in the future please leave us a comment and say you know calm down yeah. uh but or maybe we should be more more humorous but anyway leave us the comments let us know you can subscribe to the podcast out on the multiple different services including apple uh, itunes and google play uh and we would love for you to leave us a review on apple or a comment there you can um, a lot of you catch the podcasts via the um facebook page the dream stories page Uh, we would love for you to leave comments there when we post the podcast just it lets us know you're listening number one and it just encourages us that there's value in what we're doing. And then particularly if you listen on Facebook, share the post. Or if you listen to it on one of the, the podcast services, share and, and and pass on the podcast there. It helps us because it lets others know what we're doing. And if you think it's valuable and you're a continuing listener, then then help us help other people by letting them know about it as well. Yeah. We really appreciate and that. We love to hear from you. We do love feedback. So you know, yeah. if things um, if something offended you or you didn't like it or whatever, we don't mind you saying it. Uh, just be kind, you know, and and. We like to say keep yeah. it kind and encouraging. So yeah, I was you know I was a puppeteer when I was in in high school. I did puppet ministry yes, in church, and one of the puppet skits used to say the questions, comments, or snide remarks. Yeah. So we'd we'd prefer not to have the snide remarks, <laughs> yeah. but your questions and comments yeah. would be great. Yes. But I think I better cut it off there so that we can let people go at their normal about thirty minutes worth of time. And we thank you for joining us and. 
just keep dreaming and we'll keep talking. Sounds good.